the dollars, the, the dollars making his rounds. So it's a, it's a good time to have a conversation. What's wild is, is the way that the, the price of the dollar compared to the euro and the pound. I mean, it's almost one for one. I think with the euro, it's one for one. Well, yeah. All right. So let's start That's, this. Yeah, let's start. Well, let's, let's real. So let's start this dollar conversation, right? Because, because the, the funny part is, is, is for Justin, how, how long? I mean, you've worked, we've worked together five years, six years now. It'll be six years this October. Out of those six years. How many of them have we have you heard one of our clients at least once or twice a month call us up and ask us about the dollar and about how it's going to be worthless yep. and how the banks are going to go bankrupt and you got to get all your money out of they're going to seize all your assets yeah and, and yeah you know yeah you better buy gold bullets right. butterfinger right so so there's newsletters obviously right and and the baby boomers. The baby boomers are the last generation that were ever, you know, had an affiliation with gold or even just an affection for gold because they were, they grew up half their life on the gold standard and Nixon and it came off. So it was, it's fresh in their consciousness. So it makes sense that, that emails and subscription services that are talking about the dollar and doomsday stuff is going to kind of resonate with them, right? Because it's deeper in their, in their history. Yep. Um, it doesn't resonate with young people, but you know, they go to Bitcoin as their, their gold, um, you Bitcoin know, so and credit cards, yeah, <laughs> Bitcoin and credit cards. Um, so, um, are they not the same? Um, <laughs> um, so that's, you know, so is the dollar doomsday? Like is, is the dollar going to zero? Um, is that going to happen? Because what, what's, what's happened over the last two years? in the dollar three years what's been really going on with the dollar i don't the i think we should start with people don't explain that the dollar is benched against other currencies it's a it's a basket of currencies so if the dollar relative. rises yeah. it's because it's rising relative to other currencies sure if the dollar crashes it's crashing relative to other currencies so if the dollar goes to zero guess what other currencies are going to zero like that you can't have yeah you know you got to bench it against something it's not like the dollar is just all powerful or benched against gold anymore so it's the the philosophy that the dollar is going to crash and go to zero you know our world is in hurt if that happens it, there's emotionality like when people say oh the dollar is going to go to zero or the dollar is going to become worthless right that like that brings in this emotionality and fear and that's what gets people to act but the reality is what you're saying is that nothing becomes worthless nothing becomes zero in the world of currencies especially global currencies especially a global you know the world after world war ii was set around the dollar right you know there was a reason for that you know we 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 annihilated the world in war and then said hey now we're going to rebuild everything and because it's on our back. The dollar is 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 the global currency, right? That would that that gave us the advantage, right? But it's never been the only global currency. You know, it's we're the we're the reserve currency they call it. But if, if you look at it over in history, we're not the only currency that people buy and sell and and hedge against. You know, we're maybe more prominent, but the euro mm -hmm. is out there, the British pound was out there. So, but that's but that's the problem with dollar strength. 
All right. So, so we've had a lot of dollar strength the last three years, bottom line, even as everybody's gotten these emails, they're wrong. <laughs> they're just yep. wrong. Right. Like even during the Obama years, ah, oh, it's going to be no, all the time that Obama was in, you know, dollar was strong. Okay. Go look at the charts. That's all you, you want. The evidence, yeah. go look at the charts. Just, I, just take Which my word. What we've for been it. doing for years. Yeah. And the dollar has been strong. We've been invested in the dollar for over a year and a half because we knew that when you go into crisis, pandemics, all these kinds of things, because of the structure of the world, the dollar's at the heart of it. Because of what I just shared with you around World War II and all that stuff, we, we put the dollar at the, at the center of settling petrodollars. Like, you know, like you, you can't settle oil and gas and all these things without a dollar involved, right? That, that's what part of this whole you know, Russia, China, right? Because now they want to trade between themselves. Like they, they, they want to go outside of that system. Um, and they will be able to, and that, that will create a stress fracture on the reserve currency of the world because now there'll be alternatives. So are some of these emails that people getting, is there some truth to them? Yeah, there, there are. I mean, every currency that was like the reserve currency, the pound was it for a long time. They, they break down slowly over like hundred year periods. So this is part of that. Are we hitting a tipping point? Yeah. Um, do you need to run out and take all your money out of the bank? No, we're not at that part of the tipping point yet. Um, you know, so I think people don't understand how the structure of the world works is that the world needs dollars. China needs dollars. Japan needs, everybody needs dollars um, in the current structure of things. Will that change? Possibly, but it'll take a long time. Um, and so right now, when you go into crisis, and if there's recession and other countries slow down more than the U.S., their need for dollars is is, is higher. They need and, and if they if they're think about this, if a foreign country's economy slows down, that means they have less capital to go buy dollars, but they still need dollars, right? So they they still have a demand for dollars, but they have less ability to do it. And then dollars, because they're not the only country in the world doing that, everybody else's dollar demand gets stronger and stronger. And so it becomes a really tough global situation, especially for emerging markets when you get dollar strength. Um, and, right. and it starts to feed on itself. The other thing that people are getting in the emails is, you know, the dollar's going worth this because we're printing like crazy. Well, so has every other currency. There again, it's relative. So it's match for match type yeah. of deal, so. Yeah, Japan, China, you name it. Japan's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, the central banks work in coordination. And we saw this throughout from the Great Recession on is, is we did quantitative easing. We stalled or stopped. And then Europe would do their version of quantitative easing. They would stop. Japan would do their version. They would stop. We would do ours. And we went through a rotation. And when that happened is when the, when the U.S. started doing quantitative easing, the dollar did weaken versus the euro, which made sense, right? Um, then when we stopped printing and Europe started, the ECB started printing euros, the euro weakened and the dollar strengthened, makes sense. That's what's supposed to happen. And then when Europe stopped printing and Japan started, the yen weakened and the dollar strengthened, makes sense. And like Jeff Patrick was saying, these are all relative you know, if, if the dollar is weakening, then there's something else going strong. So go find that. Right. You know, so as an investor, it shouldn't friggin' matter, right? Uh, you know, now 
it matters if your portfolio is heavily weighted in a lot of companies like tech companies that get most of their earnings overseas, because then you're going to start to see it come into their earnings reports. And we're just starting to see that this quarter and everybody's starting to talk about it. We talked about it six months ago, but CNBC and everybody's just starting to talk about it now because you're going to start to hear companies report these things. Because yeah, for when you're importing goods and manufacturing and all that type of stuff, it, it does hurt. But yeah. And, and to the individual investor having a high dollar, you know, unless you're invested in the dollar, it doesn't really benefit you unless you're traveling abroad, you know, it's going to start to hurt us because it's going to increase cost of goods, but there's really no advantage to the regular consumer to having a high dollar. If you want to travel over to Europe, you want to buy real estate and you're, you know, if you're, if you got any Italian heritage in you and you could get citizenship in Italy in any way and buy some land, boy, this dollar strength and situation is to your advantage. That's for sure. Great time to travel. On the euro is I mean, unheard of. When I traveled to Europe, the euro was about 1.6, 1.7 to the dollar. And then the pound was almost, you know, for every dollar, it was $2 sure. to the pound. It was like 1.9. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and now we're almost at, you know, at an even playing field. And yeah, I mean, yeah, now's the time to travel if you can. I'm, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised it took this long. I think, you know, I, I think it should have been this way along, but whatever. It, these central banks have their own agendas. Um, so, I mean, so, okay, that's great. All right. So, so the emails that people are getting, you know, we are wrong. All right. So just trash them, read them, entertain. But here's the thing is, is, you know, dollar strength's been around for a year and a half, two years now. So is that move getting long in the tooth? Because when I look at the charts, I now get concerned about our dollar positioning and I'm looking for places to reduce it um, because nothing goes in one direction forever. And, and everybody's now starting to talk about dollar strength. And the one thing that I've kind of learned in this world is the moment everybody starts talking about it, I probably want to go the opposite direction. So we started buying the dollar when nobody talked about it. We've been holding it all this time. Now everybody's talking about it. We've seen good growth in it. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, these are all the signs that I'm looking for that maybe dollar strength starts to stall here when everybody starts bringing it on the headlines um, and we get some weakness in, in the dollar or at least a little bit of a pause um, right at the time that everybody thought it was going to keep running higher. Um, flip side of that is we could have even more of an explosion higher if we go into recession, you know, there could be a more demand on the dollar causing the yeah. dollar to even go, you know, even higher, which would that cause problems, you know, eventually if that does happen, you know, but there's no guarantees. Like you said, I think the odds are more that we're going to start to see a softening than, than we are an explosion higher. Yeah. I think the, the strength of the dollar is probably long in the tooth. Um, but I wouldn't vacate, you know, like I wouldn't get out of it. Like I'd be just be on high alert, be on my toes that, you know, there could be a reversal at some point. And then maybe I'd start looking at metals because metals and gold and silver and things like that have been, you know, a big disappointment, you know, the worst disappointment since all of us were in high school to our parents. So, you know, so it's like, you know, maybe you get a reversal there if you can get some dollar weakness, you know, but as, as people who would be listening to us, our clients and other people, um, it becomes one of those things that, you have to really examine your portfolio because along with that comes changes in interest rates and other factors that could affect your bonds. And again, if dollar strength gets too much and you have a lot of portfolio and technology stocks or things that get their earnings from overseas, um, okay, well then you're going to, you know, you're, you're probably going to see a little bit of a slow period in the growth 
port part of your portfolio, or even some declines based on it. So, you know, being conservative and be careful around it is is definitely warranted. I mean, I, I think at this point, if we do get dollar weakness, yeah, we probably would start to see, you know, gold increase in value or silver or some of those, mm -hmm. you know, metals. And it would play right into it. I mean, it's especially if if everybody's talking about the dollar now and nobody's talking about gold or we've mentioned gold has been trash for, you know, quite some time, you know, who knows why, why, why wouldn't that be an area where perhaps now is, you know, could be at least in the coming future um, or sure. near term, you know, sure. at least to, to, to monitor and watch. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, when you look at a chart of gold and silver and the metals, um, they sure are sitting on lines of support that if they break, it's, whew, it, 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 it really blows some yearly trends. But if they hold, um, they're, you know, you're, you're to your, your point, Justin, if those line, the current support lines that a lot of the metals are sitting on, if they hold, um, you could have a multi-year run higher, but you would have to have dollar weakness, you know, and I, Patrick, what I would expect too, is a lot of times when you go into the reset, into recession, the first phase, you see dollar strength, like we've been seeing, but the moment that everybody realizes that we're hitting recession, like, like we're not there yet. Like they're all denying it. Like they, yep. you know, they've just, Especially they changed now. the, they changed <laughs> the definition of recession just because we, we just had two GDPs negative. Right. And now they're like, oh, no, that's not technically not. So, I mean, we you did know, these other yeah, things too. It was these other things, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's a Fugazi. Right. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> so, you know, the, um, you know, so so at the end of the day, once everybody that realization tips, then you'll you'll see rates pull back, and you'll you'll see the dollar weakness because Wall Street, everybody will start thinking to themselves, ah, you know what, we're going into recession. The Fed's going to go back to their old ways, which is printing dollars, and then you'll get dollar weakness in in strength and gold. So I I would like I'm watching for that. I'm like I'm just watching for when the charts make the realization that that's happening and more, you know, and, and that, that will happen. The moment everybody realizes, Oh shit, we are really in recession. You'll see dollar weakness because people will think that you're going to turn on the printing press um, and then probably strengthen in metals. So that would be the thing to reach. If that doesn't happen, you know, and, and that's, that's the scary part is not, sometimes what's supposed to happen doesn't. And that's, that's when, you know, just to, you know, run away and, and hide. <laughs> Buy toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. Well, and some of, I feel like some of the reason that we've had such an explosion recently in the dollar is, you know, we haven't been hit as hard with inflation as the other parts of the world. You Absolutely. know, Europe is going into, that has the euro, they're going into a major recession coming up, Correct. you know, now yeah. because of energy and all that type of stuff. So again, our dollar hedge benched against the other currencies, that's why we've yeah. had such an implosion of, or explosion of the dollar. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Their energy costs and food costs are a lot higher than ours, right? So, but, you know, as the Europeans say, they don't solve problems, they manage problems. Yeah. So, which is kind of the truth of all life. I don't know if any problems ever solved. Uh,